Virginia Department of Corrections, Red Onion State Prison. To accept this call, press zero. My name is Randall Vaughn. I'm currently serving 1,214 years in Wallace Ridge State Prison for capital murder in Dickstone Gap, Virginia, in the USA. This is my podcast, Red Onion Rant. I hope you enjoy listening to me today. Today, I'm going to talk about the new pod I'm in, um, go into a little bit more detail uh, than I have in the last couple episodes. Uh, but more specifically, I'm going to talk about backbiting. Um, this is a terrible, terrible pod as far as the people goes. Now, the way the pod is run, I like the way the pod is run. Um, I'm in a single cell pod. You know, so every single cell in here only has one inmate per cell. And not even all the cells are filled up. I think there's two cells that are empty. So around 6 o'clock in the morning, they'll pop all the doors and let guys come out. And we'll usually stay out till around 10.30, 11.30 for pod rec. And you can kind of go in and out the cell at will. So if you don't want to be out here for the whole time, you just simply just go in front of your door and just turn to the booth and be like, yo, man, pop 14. And they'll pop 14. You go on back in the cell, do your thing. If you want to come back out an hour or two hours later, you just tell somebody on the floor, yo, man, call up the booth, tell them let me out, and they'll do that. So you can come in and out the cells, which is, you know, that's the better way to do pod work. You know, instead of getting only one hour at a time, you know, and then you've got to lock down, and then the next tier come out for one hour at a time. You know, you got a microwave in the pod. You got six phones, you got a kiosk, you got two showers. Um, you know, it's a small pod, but, uh, you know, it's not bad just the way it's run. Like I said, you know, the microwave is really good. As a matter of fact, after, you know, I record my podcast today and everything, I'm going to go over to the microwave and I'm going to put a muffin in there with some butter on top of it and get it nice and hot and make it taste better. So I enjoy those things. You know, I enjoy, you know, I've got access to the phone. I don't have to fight over the phone. I don't have to throw my weight around and intimidate somebody just to get the damn phone. With everybody in here, as far as the phone and the kiosk goes, Everybody respects everyone else, and, uh, you know, they're willing to work with one another. We only get five phone calls a day. That's another difference between here and Red Onion. And Red Onion, as long as you had the money to pay for the phone call, you could make as many phone calls a day as you wanted if you got access to the phone. Up here, you get five phone calls, and that's it. You don't get no more until the next day, um, which is kind of smart. You know, they, I understand why they did it, to, to make sure the guys can call the people, but at the same time, make sure that you can't overcall because, like I said, you got a lot of gangs in here that like to run that stuff. Um, you know, so it tries to keep the stabbings to a minimum, though that doesn't really work up here at Rollins Ridge. But uh, the thing I hate about this damn pod, and I mean, I despise it to my core, is the backbiting. Yesterday, I came out, and we'd been on lockdown for 10 days, and then even though we came off, we kind of went on like a half lockdown. So, like, they would let us out in the morning, but they wouldn't let us out in the afternoons, you know, and they took advantage of the fact that the warden, the assistant warden, the chief of housing, the major, and like two or three captains got fired up here last Friday. Um, 
I haven't found out why they've been fired. Uh, I don't know, really, I don't know any COs up here that I could ask and that I would even believe and trust if they did tell me, well, they were fired for this reason, just because I don't know them. Um, and the staff members, they, they have a really bad habit of lying to us about anything, even just little frivolous, stupid stuff like that. They got a really bad habit of lying to us. Uh, so it's hard to know who to trust and who not to, especially when you're brand new on a compound. So we was dealing with that. So yesterday when we came out, we actually got we got morning wreck all morning. We got afternoon wreck all afternoon. And we actually got uh, 30 minutes on night shift, which was kind of surprising. But So I decided that I wanted to stay out in the park a little bit longer. Plus, you know, I had a video visit. Um, my buddy Michael from Canada. And, uh, you know, I went over there and I enjoyed that. And I had a lot of fun with that. But... While I was waiting for that and everything, and I was kind of spending a little bit of time out this up, because normally I come out, I use the phone, I use the kiosk, I take a shower, the microwave, I go right back in the cell. Like, I don't got time for this. And yesterday was a perfect reason for why I don't have time for this. I had so many dudes pull up on me. Yo, man, this dude snitching, yo. This dude saying this about you behind your back, man. Yo, this dude is doing this, he's doing that. Like, man... I don't give a damn what he's doing, man. I don't care what he's saying to me. Like, you know, I had to tell dudes yesterday, look, man, if this dude ain't willing to come up and say it to me, he don't mean it. If he's not willing to put his hands on me and beat my ass over what he's saying, he don't believe it. Like, I don't care. Like, stop dragging me into y'all's damn drama, man. I'm not a 10-year-old girl. Like, I'm not in high school. Like, I don't care. I mean, I had so many dudes in like, and this is the thing, like, they'll do it to their own homeboys. I had this dude named Bo Billy. This dude, he's old school. He's been down for a long, long time. He's been down since the 80s. Back in the day, he had a reputation. I'll, I'll look, I'll give respect where respect is due. Dude used to be a hell of a fighter back in the day. He used to be one of the better fighters in the prison system back in the day when he was younger. But now he's old. Now he's he's in his late 60s, and he's still trying to carry it the way he was when he was 18, 19 years old. Like, man, you ain't built like that no more, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop this stuff. So, like, I was sitting at the table, and he walked up to me, and he's, he's, he's cool with somebody in here. And he started talking about, oh, man, you see that monk right there and cussing him and just, you know, man, he's all sucker-ass Like... Dude, seriously, like, this is your homeboy, dude. Like, you kick it with this dude all the time. You do business with this dude all the time. You hang out with this dude all the time. When you're around this dude, you talk about him good, but as soon as he's over there on the phone talking to somebody and you're over here by the tables and he can't hear you, all of a sudden he's all of these things? Okay, man, if he's all of these things, Bo, why do you talk to him? Why do you kick it with him? And the same thing, you know, this dude named Scarface, little, you know, he's, he's a couple years younger than me, white dude. He was, uh, back when he was a teenager, he was uh, huffing this stuff called Freon. And, you know, it almost killed him, and it, and it put a huge scar on his cheek, on, uh, on the right side of his cheek. This is just this huge, like, burn mark um, from the Freon. And, uh, you know, he, he, he does the same thing, like... Even though he's, I think he's maybe 38, 39, 40, somewhere around. He's only a few years younger than me. But, you know, like, he has the mentality of a 12-year-old child. 
you know, so like, you know, I'm trying to help him. You know, I, I will spend some time talking to him from time to time. Um, you know, he's got this older dude named Sanchez. Sanchez is a Spanish dude. Uh, I'm not sure what actually what country he's from, but uh, he's an older guy. He's he's been through some things and he's learned from his experience. And you know, like I actually like Sanchez. I Sanchez is one of the few dudes in this pod that I kick it with on a regular basis, and I know I could have a decent conversation with him. I'm I'm not going to hear him talk about this person or that person behind their back. We're trying to take the dude Scarface under a wing and kind of teach him and educate him a little bit. But even he tries to do the same thing. Like, yo, man, this dude is snitching, man. You know, he's always trying to tell me about, yeah, man, I got to fighting with these dudes, man. And, you know, I got jumped by these three dudes in this party, Red Onion, man. And I could whoop their ass, man. I was doing good. You know what I'm saying? I just come from cancer. And he did have cancer. He actually had testicular cancer. They actually had to, uh, you know, amputate his testicles from it. But, uh... That's the stuff I have to deal with, man. Like, I'm just, I'm so sick and tired of people coming up to me and saying, yo, man, this dude right here is snitching. Yo, this dude right here is, man, why are you telling me he's snitching, man? Why don't you go tell him he's snitching? Like, go talk to him about that, man. Go tell him, yo, man, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be acting like this, man. You shouldn't do the CO's job for them. Like, I don't care who's snitching, man. If I do something and you snitch on me, it's my fault. It's not your fault if you snitch on me. It's my fault because, one, I told you I was snitching. Two, I let you see I was snitching. So that's on me. If I'm in here doing dirt and somebody tells on me, I'm to blame because I let them see what I was doing. Like I... It's just so damn frustrating that you have to deal with a bunch of kids in here. Who cares, man? You're going to get snitched on in prison. Like... That's the game. That's what happens, man. Dudes snitch so they can get a job. Dudes snitch so they can get out the cell. Dudes snitch so they can get somebody moved out the pot that they're intimidated or scared by. Like, you have to deal with these things. No matter where you go, no matter what pod you go into, you're going to have to deal with this stuff. No matter what prison you go to, you're going to have to deal with this stuff. Most of the dudes who do this, most of the dudes who run around and say, yo, look, yo, this dude is snitching, that dude is snitching. Man, no, they're not, bro. You're the one that's snitching. You're the one. You're trying to throw smoke up so that we can't see. We do. We all know what's going on, man. Ain't nobody in here stupid when it comes to this stuff. You know, you got a couple of dudes in here that are pretty cool. You know, you cartoon. He's the one I hang out with the most. Um, you got a dude named Sanchez. He's pretty cool. You got a dude named Boss Life. He's pretty cool. You got a, a dude named Yab from Oregon. that's pretty cool. You know, I, I kick it with him every now and then. He just gave me a haircut yesterday. And, you know, we got to talking and everything. And, you know, we got to comparing different states. And cause I, I was telling him, you know, I kind of have a feeling that uh, Virginia Department of Corrections, the reason they transferred me on an emergency transfer from Red Onion to Wallace Ridge is to, one, get me off of Red Onion so that I would stop complaining about getting transferred. And they sent me up here just to wait for me to get, you know, for another state to accept me so they could send me out of state to another prison system. Um, So we got to, you know, kicking about that and talking about different states and everything, you know. So, I mean, there's a couple of dudes that are cool in here. There's some that I don't know and I don't really speak to, you know what I'm saying, back in the back corner and everything. And I just... I'm just doing what's best for me. I come out early in the morning when the doors pop. 
I'll get on the phone, call some people. You know, I'll get on the kiosk, send some emails, get some emails. And, uh, you know, like I said, man, I'll throw my breakfast in the microwave, and uh, I'm going right back to the sub. They want to drag you down with them. They want you to be miserable and sad like they are. Like, no, man, I refuse to be sad. I refuse to sit there and let my emotions control me. I refuse to be a slave to my feelings. Just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean you have to allow it to affect you. Most people, they just, they don't want to listen. They don't want, they don't want to be happy. Like, especially if you're in an environment that deliberately makes you unhappy, that deliberately wants you to be unhappy. That's why a lot of these CEOs do the stuff that they do. Because they're miserable and sad in their own damn lives. They have nothing. They're never going to beat nothing because they don't have the mental fortitude that it takes to change their life, to actually go out there and chase their dreams and to do something worthwhile with their life. They're babysitters. That's what a correctional officer is. I don't care whether you're a rookie or you're the warden of an institution. You're nothing more than a glorified babysitter. So they deliberately keep you on lockdown for stuff they ain't supposed to lock you down for. They they deliberately come by and push stuff at you, you know what I'm saying, to piss you off and to get you upset and to make you miserable and sad and lonely because they got nothing in their lives worthwhile. They got nothing in their lives meaningful. And yet these dudes in here, these inmates, like it doesn't matter how many times you tell them something, that you open their eyes, you give them the truth of a situation, and they see it. And they'll, they'll be admit like, damn, you know what, bro? Like, I never thought about that. I never saw that before. Like, man, you're absolutely right. Like, wow, you just blew my mind with that right there, man. You just dropped some serious knowledge on me. And yet, five minutes later, man, they right back doing the same damn thing over and over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing twice, expecting a different result each time. And you try to explain that to them. Oh, yeah, damn, dude, you just dropped some serious knowledge on me five minutes later. Doing the same thing over again. Like, I mean, dude, are you deliberately being stupid? Like, how can you not, like, how can you not see, if you can see the truth, why can't you make the change? You know, why let somebody drag you down? Why let somebody influence you to be negative? Why, why let somebody destroy your life to make you miserable and sad and lonely and pathetic? Like, why do this? The good thing is, I've already had a positive impact on a couple of people in the park. You know, and that makes it worthwhile. That that helps me to keep fighting. That helps me to keep striving in my own life. That helps me to keep coming out and, you know, and talking to some dudes from time to time. It's like, yo, look, man, this is what it is. Like, I don't think I'm better than other people. I'm not. I've I've already gone on this podcast and said, man, you, you know, y'all are better than I am. I committed murder for no better reason than the dude said, I don't think you will. I shot him twice in the back, once in the chest, six times in the back of the head, all because the man said, I don't think you will. So I don't think I'm better than no one. The only thing is is I've gone through a lot in my life. I've suffered a lot in my life, and I'm tired of suffering. So I did something with my suffering. And now I'm on a podcast talking to y'all, trying to take my suffering and make it work for you. 
to kind of maybe open your eyes to some things, you know, because you can take these les- these lessons in here that I've learned about. You have one minute remaining. And run with them in your own life. You can improve your own life. And the fact that you're out there on the street, you have a much better opportunity of really, truly changing your life for the better than I do in here. Uh, unfortunately, our time is up. Stay away from the backbiting. Stay away from the gossiping. It ain't worth it. It, it, it. It's not a good look for you. I'm not saying you do do it, but some people do it. You don't have to. But anyway... This has been Red Onion Randy at Wallens Ridge. I hope you enjoyed listening to me today. Don't forget to check out my website, redonionrandy.com. I'm also on Twitter, at Red Onion Randy. And for those in the U.S. who would like to call and leave me a question or a comment, dial 1-888-524-1932. For all international calls outside of the U.S., just put a plus in front of the one, and it's the same number. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care. Stay safe. Thank you for using GTL.